is Rakin Kalik. And my website is Sierra Leone Pilgrimage.com. This, this, is, this is Diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So let the game begin. It's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, you guys, this is one of my favorite topics. We're going to talk about Africa with Chief Rock Kennedy. He's going to That's give right. us the game, the Chief. You guys seen him on his own YouTube channel. Links will be uh, in the description, whether you are listening or you're watching. And I know most of y'all are listening, but I want you to go check out YouTube and see. He's giving you the game, not just go how to visit Sierra Leone, and how to become a citizen for those of you who qualify. So, Chief, welcome to the show. How you doing, brother? Thank you so much. I am blessed. I am truly blessed. Man, blessed by the best. You know, that white socks hat. You bringing that right back. Um, yeah, man. Shot right. time, baby. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I want to get I want to tell people. You are, like myself, a truck driver. I still claim the truck driver, still keep my CDL, hazmat, and all that good stuff. But you have expanded your mind and your business, and you are pushing for folks to check out Africa, particularly black people, to check out Africa and come get the citizenship that you know many people have put together so give us the game man what is going on and how soon can people jump on to go to sierra leone and possibly become a citizen well i would say you want to jump on right now the train is getting ready to board and we gonna move full steam ahead with you or without you so i would say you want to get on top of this train right now while we still sort of on the ground level, it's a big movement going back to Africa. That's the movement going back to Africa. And the reason being is because we are literally tired of being in these divided snakes of America. We're getting persecuted, we're being followed in stores. Some of us are being harmed and we're unarmed. Some of us are being harmed and we armed and we have all the registration. We've seen all the videos. We've seen a lot of people get off for definite crimes, okay, because of certain uh, skin tones. So these are a bunch of the reasons, plus the high taxes. Uh, we really don't have a true representation. So a lot of us are trying to move back to Africa. One, just to get out of uh, these snakes. Some of us are want to do it for business. And some of us want to do it for, uh, you know, culture. So whatever your reason for doing it, you know, welcome to the movement. And we're here to try to facilitate people coming back and doing it in a safe, effective, and a conscientious way. So that's where I come in. Awesome. And for those of you who are just tuning in, maybe you've never heard a show, I talk about this often, how Scarely On has allowed many people to come get a citizenship over you know a hundred people in one swoop at times and one of the gentlemen who has not just gone through the process but he's going to show you how to do it now That's right but they have to go to africanancestry.com to be able to see if they have the lineage 
Now, after they do that and they go visit your YouTube and check out your website, um, what are the, the next steps? Because I want you to talk about the money and if there are any installment plans, because you know some of us just love to pay like it's layaway. Yes, we do. Uh, well, first, the first order of business is to go through AfricanAncestry.com. And you want to get the, uh, they got two plans. So they got one for the matriarch and one for the patriarch. Get the one for the matriarch, it's around 300 bucks. Believe me, I know, I know, I know. It's sort of expensive, but you truly want to understand where your people come from. And if you so happen to have DNA, or what let me say, a DNA match with some of the 16 tribes that's there, Sierra Leone has a program where you can get citizenship. Okay, so that's the first thing that you need to do. Second thing you would need to do is have a passport with at least six months from the issue date from you traveling. So that's the second thing. Then you have to need to have a criminal background check. You probably can go to your local uh, police headquarters to get that. I'm not sure what the cost will be, but that's something you can do. You need to have two reference letters, one business, so that could be somebody from your job, somebody from your business, and one person. That could be a friend, family member, or a close uh, acquaintance. You need your birth certificate. Uh, let's see what else you pretty much need. Uh, and that's pretty much it outside of that. Then you want to take a tour through me. That would be a good idea. Take a, a tour through me because what the government has set up there, they want people to go down this path. They don't want people just flooding over there, just showing up, talking about, I, I want my citizenship. No, that's not what's happening. They want you to go down a certain path because what they want to do is to um, assimilate you into the population. So that's why they're going to take you down a certain path. It's historical. You got certain places. We got ge geographical locations. They want you to go down this certain path. And then at the end, you're going to get your citizenship and it will be presented by the president himself. So this is outside of what most people would normally do because even though you can get citizenship from other countries, you're not going to be hand, you know, de delivered through the president. No, you're just going to have some, uh, you know, uh, department head, and they'll be handing you citizenship. You'll be taking an oath in some full big room, and you'll just be a number. This here is personalized through us, and then it also gives you a way to connect with the tribe. It's a, a name and ceremony. You actually go to the tribes. You meet the chiefs. You need some of the people, you need the food. I mean, it's a whole cultural experience. So you want to go this way. Some people can just show up over there. Well, I would just say good luck. That's all I would tell you. Well, we're not going to advise that. And I want for all those over savvy, those know-it-all type people um, who say, well, I went through another company and I know I'm fairly on it. So, no, no. There's a agreement between African ancestry and the country. So after you do that, you're going to call up the chief and then you're going to go take his tour and you're going to go, you know, follow the steps. There are no shortcuts in doing this the right no. way. Now, no. now that we got that, that's the basic out of the end of the way. I want to get yeah. into those who already knew about the program and then let's go into the deep. Let's talk about, you know, once you get your citizenship, can your kids get their citizenship? Do they have to be there with you at the ceremony? 
And if so, what does that cost? Well, yeah, we're going through that process now. But yes, we have had, I think, six children that I can recall that got their citizenships. Now, I'm not sure exactly how the parents did it because, you know, my child is grown and most of the people that was on the tour with me were all pretty much grown. So we didn't have any small children, but we did see a few folks who did receive theirs. Uh, we do have a package that we're putting together for parents who have small children, but I would think it would be the same exact process. You know, just because it's a child, the process doesn't change. It's still the same thing. They would need the um, passports. They still need passports. They would still need, uh, they probably wouldn't have to need the, uh, the background checks, but they would still need birth certificates and just the regular general information that you would put on any application. Uh, but I don't think they necessarily have to be with you, but I will find out. Uh, I'm waiting on the answers from that now. But yeah, we are putting together a package strictly for the kids because really the kids can live, uh, not live, but stay in the, in the hotel room with the parents. So really all they would need is food, right, and airfare. So we're putting together a package for the kids. But so far on the last three trips, most of everybody that came were adults. So now we're addressing the fact that, yeah, some people do uh, have small children. So we're going to come up with a plan and we should have the answers to these questions sometime this week. Awesome. And you guys, if you want to know more, make sure you in the comments you can ask. Or if you're listening, you can comment or you can email, DM, whatever. I want to answer these for you. And, you know, I can always have or can come back on, but I, I want to make sure, you know, people, it's not just on us to give you the information. It's for y'all to ask for it and seek it. You got to do that. Now let's talk about, you talked about, you know, the background check. And I was, I had the understanding that I thought you had to get a federal check because, you know, the real criminals out there say, hold on, let me go to another state and go get my background check because something's not going to pull up on the other side of the, you know, the, the, the state. Are the the country so is it a state background check is it a federal give us again well right now they just want something from your local area now these this information is going to be processed prior to you leaving the country so you're going to email all of those documents right and then we're going to pass them along and they're going to be emailed over to Sierra Leone and we have a man on the ground Leah. He's going to hand walk that over to immigration prior to us even leaving. So you you always have the you always have the uh, the wherewithal to not go. So hopefully when you do your DNA and you do all these things, you would do the right thing. So if you do have a federal uh, situation going on, you probably need to go ahead and do that as well and send that forth other than that you still can get over there and get turned around when it comes to citizenship okay but if you come back with a clean you know let's say it's from the state um and you have your passport i mean it, it sounds like you know you're you're a-okay -okay if they're not requiring a federal background check because if you have like a federal case you probably don't even have a passport unless you've done a lot of stuff to you know maybe get an expungement and and then or get it sealed i'm talking like i know and i know that's why i'm talking so i just you know i just want to know 
um, from the state, you guys, you know, go, if you're in that state, you reside in that state, and it's going to be clean, it sounds like you'll be good. Don't leave to go to another state to try to, you know, get over, because they can always take that back if they find out you lied. So there's no need to lie. You're coming to Africa to be free, not to, you know, be connected. So, yeah, I just want to give the gift. Uh, y'all know I was pre-law. Um, so, <laughs> so, you know, let, so with this, and, and, you know, you have your, your truck, you have a trucking company. You know, you're not just a driver, you're an entrepreneur. Is this your community give back? Or do you have something else that you have a community give back? I asked all my guests that, but this sounds like one heaven of a community give back to give to the people. So, you know, is this it or do you have other things that you do? Well, what I thought about was, okay, I'm already in the trucking business. And yes, I am an entrepreneur and I do own my company. So uh, I just look at the fact that I was already going to Africa. I had already been there six times on the continent, right? I had some beautiful experiences. I ate great food. I met some great people. I had a great time, but I left each time not a citizen, okay? So just out of the blue, I found out about this information. And at first I didn't think it was real. And I was like, well, you know, I got that kind of entrepreneur spirit, so I always, you know, just follow the trail and just see where it leads, okay? So I followed the trail and show enough, it was the real deal. And I kind of felt that it's a travesty that people do not understand and do not know that this is taking, that this is taking place and this is something that you can take, uh, take advantage of. So once I got mine, you know, I talked to the people who was, excuse me, I was talking to the, um, the people who uh, did that. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should get into this movement to make sure that people understand that this is available to them. And then after we talked about it, they said, you know what, we think it's a good fit. You're a good fit for this. So here I am. I got mine. So I always, always show it. I got mine. So now my time, now it's my time to make sure that people know about it and they get theirs. Now, I know there's a lot of people, they ask me, well, Kellen, if I go through all the rigmarole and I get all this done, why Africa? Like, what am I going to experience that I don't have here in the so-called greatest country in the world where I have Wi-Fi everywhere I go? I have welfare services if I fall in a hard time. Nobody's going to help me in Africa. Why do you love Africa? Uh, well, I mean, you got to look at it. That's where we're from. That's where our bloodline uh, will lead us to. And then uh, you want to have that void in your spirit. You know, you want to plug that void. You want to know where your people came from. You want to know what language they spoke. You want to know what kind of cultural dance they have. You know what, what kind of food they have. You want to see where your ancestors came from. So now we have the wherewithal. Some of us have the money. Some of us have the desire. Uh, we got DNA testing now. So there's really no excuse if you feel that void in your spirit. You can plug that void now. So that's what I did. I said, you know what? I have the money. I have the wherewithal. So I want to see. And since I'm the first person to go back, most of my family is kind of looking at me and saying, wow, you know, we never really looked at it that way. Most most people in my family, they only go back 
two generations because I can remember my grandmother and her mother because I had a chance to hold her, kiss her, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, make food for her. But that's far as we go back is two generations. Now we're asking folks to go back maybe 10, if not 12 generations. And people can't even phantom thinking about that person. But if that person hadn't survived, then we couldn't be here. So to me, it's an honor to go back. That's what Man. I was saying. Okay, and, and I love that answer. And it's, it's nothing but the truth. And you guys know that everybody's experience won't be the same. But it's yes. what you want to make in, in, in the research and the studying. Now, when you went back, because you do have those people who say, you know, they're still on that old 1980s, they don't like us. And you're like, where'd you hear that from? Which African? None. But I heard it from my grandpa, you know, or whomever they heard it from. When you were there, how did they treat you? It was like uh, I was lost and all of a sudden, you know, I was wandering the streets. You know, alone, not knowing, you know, who my, my parents were. And then all of a sudden, somebody was like, welcome home, my brother. So it felt natural. It felt uh, authentic. Uh, some of the foods are the same that we have here in, in America. Um, the people are warm. They're genuine. And they understand what the culture is. You know, they have museums set up. And they explain the culture. So th in this particular country, they do understand what happened and they documented it. So they're not just sitting around thinking that, you know, it's just great to be in America. That's not it. So I had a great experience going back. Can't wait to go back, actually. Now, you know, similar to Sierra, uh, to Liberia, Sierra Leone, you know, has yes. a, a long history of African-Americans coming back, you know, after slavery. But there was also division you know, from what people hear in, in the book, that the folks who came back had, you know, they might not have been as welcome. And so you're not seeing any of that right now? No, no, that, that, that's old. I mean, those uh, civil wars have been over now 20, 25 years. So uh, I would say you go over there now, people are, you got, Liberians living in Sierra Leone, you got Nigerians, you got some Ghanaians. I mean, people move around the continent. You got some uh, Gambians there. Uh, you have some of everybody moving around. So it ain't like it used to be. Those were 25 years ago. Some folks weren't even born. Man. My son wasn't even born when the war was ending. He's 25 now. Okay. And we just want to clear that up because I'm trying to make this hater proof for the folks who they find one little thing and say, oh, I heard the power goes out there. And it's like, you know what? You can have solar. Well, I heard, you know, um, I can't get my, my water. You can have, you can collect your water at your house. That's the beauty of it. And you really be off the grid, you know, yes. truth. Yes. And, and, and that's very rare for, I would say, the majority of Americans. Now, when you're there, this is the number one question you hear from people. Okay. How much money do I need to survive? And let's just say for a week or a month, whatever you feel most comfortable talking about. But I talk about it all the time. So I want you to say, because I haven't prepped him, y'all, how much money do you need to be comfortable living like a chief? Well, it depends on how you live in here. 
okay? Some folks can live on bare minimum. Maybe they live a, a minimalist lifestyle. And then some people, you know, they're flamboyant. They got to have the best of everything. So you have the option to live how you choose. If you want to go over there and live off the grid and be in the village, uh, you can have a, uh, a mud home, you, or you can have a penthouse, or you can build a mansion. You can, you can walk, or you can have a Bentley. It's up to you. It depends on what you're trying to do. Me, I'm sort of in the middle, okay? I want a, a pretty nice place. And I want maybe um, uh, you know a pickup truck. I'd rather have a pickup truck because I'm you know I'm a truck driver, so we, we kind of like pickup trucks. So I take my pickup truck over there, you know what I mean? And I want a modest, a modest style house. They don't have to be super big because you know you got to do you do have to worry about uh, conserving energy. Okay, you right. You can collect rain rainwater. You can do solar. You can dig uh, boreholes. Okay. You also can have generators and you can also be on the city grid. You can have all three. And as far as uh, power outages, we have power outages here in America. During the summertime when everybody, when it's super hot here, we have power outages here. So, uh, and then need we say anything about Flint, Michigan? So, I mean, <laughs> it, some things don't really make sense. So if you want to ball out of control, Africa is where it is. If you want to go there and you want to live on $200, $300 a month, you could. Just depends oh, wow. on you. Wow. Okay. You, you, you made a claim. I usually tell the people, you know, two to 3000 a month, you're, you're rich. But you balling. You, you balling with that kind of money. No, you balling in Sierra Leone. You balling with with three thousand dollars. Yeah, you balling with that. You can probably get away with about, like I said, three to five hundred easy. Easy. Uh, all right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's like that's like the shared economy. Like, okay, if I got a roommate, right? We go out to the market and buy food together. When you buy as a as a as a team, you can buy more stuff. So you can go to the market every day, and that's plenty of money. Five hundred is plenty if you if you got a roommate. So same thing they do here. College student, I had a roommate. You know what I mean? So we we split the bills. Then we went out for groceries. If I had money for groceries, I would buy. If if, if my roommate had money for groceries, he would buy. And we kind of tag team. If I didn't have, I could get whatever he had. When he didn't have, I shared with him. We would do the same thing in Africa. So even if you don't have a lot of money here, but you, you're willing to share, then, yeah, you can make it work easy. At any time while on your trips to the different countries in Africa you've been to, have you ever felt like you did not belong? No. No. It's the opposite. When I come home, I feel like I don't belong. And have you ever felt unsafe, like, you you know, maybe the police were going to shoot you there or harass you or anything like that? No, I actually got police with me. I actually got pictures with me hugging the police, <laughs> shaking hands with them. So uh, I don't think we could do that here. We might could, but I don't, I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, you me. you could, but why 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 would you you know want to for them? I mean, yeah, why would I, exactly. Why would I want to? Yeah, I know some great officers, but those are the officers who are always pushing the envelope and yes. are on their way of being out of here because you already yes. know 
the, the employees that actually try to make change are the first ones asked to leave. <laughs> you know, so that that's the game. Now, when in Africa, you said, you know, there were similar foods, and, and that would make sense, because food like music is universal. But what is yes, your favorite native dish or local dish? Uh, the, the, the native dish that I liked there was, uh, which is crazy, but because I just, in, in my 55 years, I just started eating fish this year. I've been allergic to it my whole life, but I said, since I'm, I'm so adventurous now, let me, let me try it. Let me try it. So I'm telling the waiter, hey, man, I haven't ate fish in 54 years. And he was like, wow, you know, this, this is crazy. I'm like, yeah, it, it is what it is. So if you could suggest a fish that doesn't taste like fish, I'll try it. So he said, okay, uh, I suggest that you try the grilled barracuda. So I had grilled barracuda. And I had, because I've really been doing vegetarian for the last 17 years. So I just added fish in this year. So I did grilled barracuda, and I had cassava leaf stew, just a uh, veggie with nothing in it. And I had uh, jollof rice off the chain. Oh, my God. <laughs> and some lemonade, but I love my lemonade. So that's my, my I would say, my favorite dish in Sierra Leone, so when y'all go there, you gotta try cassava because that's the that's the uh, the country's staple. And of course, we are known for jollof rice. I know no no disrespect to Ghana or uh, Nigeria, but Sierra Leone will make the best jollof. You know what I'm saying? I just gotta say that. So yeah, when y'all come there, make sure you order jollof and make sure you order the cassava leaf and potato soup. Oh my God, off the chain, off all the chain. Those, all those things sound delicious. And you know, when you can get barracuda, y'all, order barracuda. If you ever see it on the menu, order that. It's like if you see, you know, rabbit or something, just try yeah. it, I, you know, just try it so you can expand your palate. Now, yeah, it when you- taste like fish to me, but yeah, it was great. Well, tell the people though, you know, um, the health nuts, like the minister of wellness, you know, yeah. the minister. Well, yeah. 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 Yes, yes. Have you, after, you know, being vegetarian and then putting fish into your diet, have you felt any different um, where I'm only going to eat fish while I'm in Africa? Um, because African food is different than the processed stuff that we have here. So I'm just wondering, like, did you see any like, were you sluggish, or did it give you more energy after you having that barracuda? Well, to me, you got to figure that I've been doing just fruits and veggies for the last 17 plus or 15 plus. I forgot how many years it's been now. And uh, so when I did add it, it, it was so such a change of pace that I was like, man, I ordered it probably four more times while I was there. And... It seemed like I'm stronger now than I ever was, so I'm not really mad about it. I might, might not eat it so much that I'm here. I mostly stick stick to my uh, veggies here, but when I go there, I would definitely order. So I may not be adding fish to my diet overall, but uh, I will continue ordering when I go there. But yeah, veggies and fruits is pretty much uh, what I like to do. And people look at me and see how big I am. They're like, I can't believe you're vegetable. Uh, believe it. Believe yeah. it. Yeah. 
Now, I, I want to talk about, because I believe you're single, if I'm not mistaken. Are, are you single? Yeah, okay. single. Yes, I want to talk about, since, you know, high value of men and women is such a big topic, I want you to tell the high value men and women, whatever that means, because God made us all. Um, yes. How, how do you see, you know, dating women there, or even the response, if you haven't dated a woman there, the, how the women respond to you there versus majority of the women and how they respond here. Cause you're at a different place in life where ain't nobody got time to play no game. You know what no. you like, you don't like, your kids are grown. So, you know, how has the response been from a, a seasoned chief who can now, you know, travel the world? How do they treat you? Well, that's a, that's a great question, my brother. Um, there, of course, the, the, they have not had the uh, systematic destruction of the family. So women uh, love the fact that they can be mothers and the men love the fact that they can be fathers. Of course, it's, you know, it's no absolutes, uh, but for the vast majority of folks are really uh, appreciating their roles as fathers and mothers. And they do believe in marriage and family. So that is definitely a plus. Uh, as far as how the women receive me personally, I, hey, I love it. They love me. I love them. We have a, uh, a understanding as far as they want to understand why we want to leave the West. So they have a, a really good listening ear because they want to know why would you want to leave, quote unquote, the best country on earth to come here to, quote unquote, the poorest country in Africa. That's the way they see it. And so when you explain to them that uh, you all are wealthy in a lot of ways that we're not, when it comes to culture, tradition, um, when it comes to family, when it comes to fatherhood, when it comes to motherhood, you all have us beat hands down. Now, you all may not possess a lot of fiat currency, but other than that, you all are number one in my book. So I would much rather go there and start a family because they already family oriented. They're brought up that way. And it's the same thing for the sisters. Sisters can get really good brothers there. Hard workers will love you, but you know, you, you, you gotta be willing to uh, know that the man is the man and the woman is the woman. We all have our roles. So you couldn't really go there with the American mindset, take it to the African continent and expect for that to work. It's just a recipe for disaster. But if you go over there with an open mind and you see what the culture is and you do your best to assimilate to the culture, you will live your best life there. That's what I think. Man, you guys have got the game and I know you have so many questions you want me to ask, but I'm not going to do that because I want you to go to go hands put that link in the description box, whether you're listening or watching. And then I want you to go bother a team and say, Hey, I want to hear about this. And I want to know about this. And a lot of it, he might already have to give you the game to talk about if he's investing there. I'm not going to ask him that I'm saying it. So y'all can go to his channel and go binge watch his channel. And you can go ask him. Oh, if the women there, will they know? Nope. Uh, I tell you, the women are wearing dresses and the men are wearing pants. And that's, that's what right. you need. And, you know, we're going to take this offline. But, brother, I want you to leave the people with something and tell them where they can contact you. 
Well, I would say, folks, you do want to have an Africa escape plan. And what a better plan to have than to escape to the country where your people were uh, caught and kidnapped and brought here to these hells of North America, as my man Khalid Muhammad would always say. So what better place to go? And then actually, this is pretty much the only country outside of Liberia, which we got to do further research on, that will allow you to have citizenship, has a path. The government has a path for citizenship for you. So what better uh, Africa escape plan do you need? Uh, then I would say in order to you know, ask me questions, you can go to my website at CileonPilgrimage.com. Better yet, you can go to my YouTube channel. I probably got, I don't know, 50, maybe 100 videos on there discussing these topics in length. Okay, and that's Go Ham Lifestyle Blogs. Again, that's Go Ham Lifestyle Blogs, or you can uh, email me. That would be a good way as well. That would be Go Ham Trucking at Gmail. Again, that's Go Ham Trucking at Gmail. Hi guys, I'm Kai Gabiam from the Diaspora Channel, a lover of Africa. If you love Africa as well, and you would love to visit one day or to relocate to Africa, there is a course out there for you. And this course is my first trip to Africa, a course well put together by a seasoned traveler, Kellen Cash Coleman. This course is designed to prepare you to travel better, which will save you both time and money and the great news is this course costs only 20 dollars guys it can't get any better go right now and enroll to this course at www.diversifygame.com don't miss out Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversify Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifyGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.